Here we are in Capernaum. So many foreigners about that we might as well be in Jaffa or Athens. Patience, Philip. Philip! Philip, what are you doing here? Simon. Simon, I might as well ask you the same question. What, wasn't Bethsaida big enough for you? It's been only five days since I left you at Bethabara. I thought you were going to stay with Jesus. But I am with him. Judas Thaddeus and I are looking for a place to stay if we can find one inside the town. The sky threatens rain. We'd just as soon be indoors this time. Then you can stop searching. You can stay with me. But but say it is another good walk from here, and I doubt the storm will hold off until then. Oh, Philip, I've moved to Capernaum. Moved? Oh, Anna wasn't happy about it, and my my mother-in-law, Abia, oh, she was furious. My daughters think it's all play, of course. But why? You, you were doing well in Bethsaida. You had the largest house in the village, Simon. You were bound to be ruler of the synagogue someday. And here in Capernaum, there are dozens of men richer than you. Oh, Philip, do you think I went away from Bethabara untouched? Jesus said, follow me. You don't think I forgot that? Andrew has moved here, too. This way, whenever I'm away, old Zebedee can look after my household and my servants can help him with his boat. Leave me and Andrew and James and John free to follow the master wherever he goes. We figured we'd go looking for him after Passover. Now, here he's come to us. <laughs> you don't do things by halves, do you, Simon? Oh, come with me now. See where my house is and bring him to me. There's room for him and all of you, and I want my wife to know him. Hurry up. It's bound to rain pretty soon. I must say, Simon, that you put on a feast. Well, it's my wife. Have you ever dipped your bread in a better broth? Master, what will you do now? Passover is a week away, Andrew. May we go with you? Jerusalem calls all Israel to Passover, John. My mother, my brothers, my friends, all are going. Why shouldn't we go together? Simon Peter, the broth is as good as you said it was. Whenever you come to Capernaum, Master, this house is yours. I mean to come to Capernaum often, Simon Peter. Did you think that would make me withdraw my invitation? All that I have is yours, Master. My house, my servants, my boats, my animals. But none of those are yours, Simon. Master, I paid for everything. I'm in debt to no man. When you die, Simon, which of them will go with you? None of them. But I'm not talking about dying. All I want from you, Simon, is what is truly yours to give. And what's that? I won't even be able to take my body with me when I die. But your soul, friend. Oh, I gave that to you and Bethabara. And I too. And I. And I, Master. I didn't go with my brother John to Bethabara, but when he told me your words, my, my heart was filled with light. I want to follow you too. Yes, James. As I said, the road to Jerusalem is crowded... Why shouldn't friends go there together? My wife makes a very special Did you hear that? That man is wrapping your foolish husband around his finger like twine. He liked my broth. He liked my broth. He liked your silly broth. Don't you see what's happening? First, the move to Capernaum. Now off to Passover with this rabbi. And what then? Why doesn't he go back to Bethsaida, where he's known in the synagogue? You don't understand, Mother. You're right enough there. Simon is a loving man. Simon the shower. 
Simon, the man whose voice could be heard across the Sea of Galilee in a thunderstorm. And in Jesus, he believes he's found a man who is filled with the love that he needs to give and to receive. He's changed these last few days. <laughs> Not a change for the better, you can be sure. I don't know, Mother. Simon believes in this Jesus, and I believe in Simon. There it is, the temple. I love this place. I only wish it had been built by someone other than Herod. It makes my skin crawl to think of that viper worshipping here. My father loves this place. I thought his father was dead, John. He is, Philip. I was talking to his brother on the way, and his father died a year ago. John! Philip! If you aren't going to follow the master into the temple, at least make room for the rest of us to get by. Sorry, Simon. James, come on. <laughs> Change your money, temple money, clean money for unclean money. Fine bullock here. Fine bullock. Bid in every way for a sacrifice. And pure lambs for sale. Stubs, stubs for sale. Look at this. A disgrace. You notice none of them are calling out their prices. <laughs> How could they, Nathaniel? They charge ten times a normal price for these animals. <laughs> Look at that. A shekel for two doves. <laughs> Why, they could charge a talent for a perfect bullock. And mind you, don't look too closely at the animal. But one must have temple money for offerings and animals for sacrifice. They're thieves. Robbing the poor in the house of the Lord. Oh, everybody knows it. But what can anybody do? You men. You selling doves. Only a shekel for two. Only a shekel. Take them out of here. What? I forbid you to make my father's house into a market for thieves. Take them out? Thaddeus, the cords you've been twining into a rope, give them to me. Here, master. What are you going to? Hey, hey there! What are you doing? Hey! Take your business out of here! Go on! You won't steal from the poor in the house of the Lord! You who trade in the temple, robbing my children, get out! Such things will not go on before the face of the Lord! Get out! What should we do? Look, he's running them right out of the courtyard, out into the street. What can we do? I, I suppose we have to stop him. No, not on your life. Look at that crowd. They're with him, see? They're joining him in driving the merchants out. Now tell me, do you want to start a riot? And have the Romans post their own guards here? No thanks. And just keep your peace. Don't make a martyr of this man. He's, he's just a rabble-rouser trying to win favor with the mob. <laughs> and doing a pretty good job, too, I'd say. Nobody loves the money changers. I'm just a dove seller. Leave me alone. Get out. You heard him. This is the house of the Lord. We've been doing this for years. Who is that man who thinks he has the right to clear me out of a stall my father sold from? Jesus of Nazareth. Some say he is the Messiah. I say he's a criminal, but we shall see what happens to him after this. Get out. They're gone, Master. This is a house of prayer, not merchandise. Now let's go into the inner court. Rabbi, Rabbi, surely you didn't do this just to excite a mob? Of course I didn't, man. 
Don't you know that it's written in the scriptures that the zeal of thine house has strengthened me to defend it? Surely you meant this to be a symbolic act, rich with significance. Or did you mean to start a riot? What are you about to proclaim? A revolution? Come now, Rabbi. What did this mean? What sign can you show us as authority for what you've done here? Destroy this temple. And in three days, I will raise it again. <laughs> in three days? Don't you know it took 46 years to build this temple? You have your answer. I come to pray, not to quarrel with Pharisees. Three days? What kind of foolish thing is that to say? Three days, Simon? What did Jesus mean by saying that? I think he did it to silence them, Andrew. They asked him for a sign, and he told them he wouldn't give them a sign unless they destroyed the temple first. I think maybe he means he won't give a sign unless you prove your faith first. Maybe, John. But I think he meant more than that. Three days. Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Yes, I think he meant something by it. Remember it, Andrew. Someday, surely, we'll see it fulfilled. Master? Andrew? This man wants to talk with you. Yes, friend. Master, I saw you cast the merchants out of the temple. Yes. It should have been done long ago. Master, I waited then for you to speak out and, and proclaim yourself the Messiah and call on the mob to join you in the revolution against Rome. I didn't do that, friend. I, I know it. There are quite a few who are disappointed. But I said to myself... Here is a man who cleansed the temple. Not in order to get the ear of the mob, not in order to make himself famous, but because the temple needed cleansing. And you weren't disappointed? My home isn't large, Master. But my sisters and I have room for you and at least a few of your followers. Will you come stay with us? We live in Bethany, above all of it. Two miles from Jerusalem is all. Will you stay with us? I want to hear your teachings. Yes, we'll stay with you. My name is Jesus of Nazareth. I know. Your disciple told me. And my name is Lazarus. What are you looking for, Lazarus? I never thought I was looking for anything. I always thought I was content. But seeing you, Master, and hearing what your disciple said of you, suddenly I'm thirsty for your words. God bless you, Lazarus. Yes, take me home with you. The Spirit of the Lord already dwells in your house. Who's that coming to Lazarus's house? A rabbi, I think. Look at the disciples gather around him. I didn't know Lazarus was a student of rabbis. Look at his hands, though. They look like a workman's hands, see? The calluses and so rough and gnarled. You, there, you! What's the name of that rabbi? His name is Jesus, son of Joseph, of Nazareth. A rabbi? From no. Nazareth? Not just a rabbi, woman. He cast the money changers out of the temple today. A revolutionary here in Bethany? Oh, there'll be trouble. And there'll be no trouble. He preaches a gospel of peace and repentance for sin. Would you like me to tell you about him? I don't think so. I don't want any part of this. He once said to me, there was a man who wanted to keep his vineyard safe from the wind. 
and so he built a high, high wall around it. But he built it so high that the sunlight couldn't reach his grapes, and they withered and died. What's that supposed to mean? Let me come in where it's cooler, and I'll tell you. Me too. But what kind of rabbi preaches to women? Jesus teaches to women and men alike. Are you a rabbi too? My name is Andrew Barjona of Capernaum. No, I, I'm no rabbi. I'm just a follower of Jesus. But I can tell you of his teachings. And if you repent of your sins, he'll baptize you. Repent of my sins? Is he a follower of John then? No, John follows him. Jesus teaches that sin is a wall men build between them and God. But if we don't break down the wall ourselves, it will be broken down for us, and it won't be a pleasant day when it comes. These are my sisters, Mary and Martha, and this is Jesus of Nazareth, a rabbi. Welcome to our home, rabbi. Will you spend the night? He and as many of his followers we can fit into this front room and my room. You can see how rich we are, three rooms. And would anyone like to sleep on the roof? An excellent idea. It's a warm night of spring, and of course, dinner, and of course, I had no way of warning Mary and Martha, so Mary will rush to the market. Martha will grumble at the fire, and it'll be a wonderful meal all the same. Jesus, welcome to my home. Martha, you're generous with your labor. And Mary, you're generous with your love. God accepts both gifts. Master, already there's a crowd gathered outside. Quite a few people followed us from the temple. Then I'll teach them, Philip. Invite them in. Come in as, as many of you as can to hear Jesus speak to you. Lazarus, what are you thinking of? How can we feed so many? We'll manage, Martha. You didn't see him in the temple as I did, Martha. Father always taught me to watch for the Messiah. He said the Messiah might come in any disguise. Watch for him. And today, this man overturned the money changer's table. With a mere word, he could have had a mob that would have torn the Roman soldiers limb from limb, not to mention the temple guards. And all he did was go inside So he's not the Messiah, then? Or he's so sure of his power that he has no need of mobs. That's what I think. And now, my dear sisters, I've created a great deal of work for you. Please forgive me. But let's get busy and have a dinner that will satisfy them. We'll do it, Lazarus. You go in and listen to him. That's why you brought him here, isn't it? To hear him teach? Thank you, yes. And I will listen. For a while. Then I'll help you. Will that be all right? We spoiled you, Lazarus. Perhaps if you were crueler to me, I'd marry some poor woman and ruin her life. As it is, you can find the misery of my company to yourselves, merely by being kind. bridegroom comes to the feast when the wedding party has given up all hope of his coming. And yet, he comes sooner than expected. What does that mean, Master? He who has ears, let him hear. What about me, Master? I'm blind. Ever since I was cut across the eyes with a Roman soldier's whip. <laughs> yet you don't seek punishment for the Roman. What was I to him? A dog. But was this a punishment for my sins? And if I repent, will I also regain my sight when I'm made clean? It happened when you were a child, and there was no sin upon you. The rewards and punishments of God are not for this world. There are rich men who seem to prosper through their sins, and righteous men who seem to suffer torments all their lives. But God sees all. 
And in the last days the righteous will be lifted up. As for your eyes, my son, isn't there some vision left in them? Some small amount in my left eye, Master. Enough that I can find my way through a crowd. This man, seeing little, has seen all. While so many who see much see nothing. Go home, my son, and see your mother. She waits for you. He's touching his eyes and whispering to him. Can you hear? Go home, my son, and tell no man what I have done today. Master! Master! Go. Nicodemus is here with his servant. Nicodemus, I'm pleased that you've come to learn. It's plain to see that you will lead Israel to the kingdom of God. Or aren't you the Messiah? In truth, Nicodemus, I tell you, unless a man is born over again, he can't see the kingdom of God. Born over again? But how can a man be born when he's already old? Can he enter his mother's womb a second time to be born? I'll make it plainer for you then. No one can enter the kingdom of God without becoming as a little child, without being born of water and spirit. Flesh can give birth only to flesh. It's spirit that gives birth to spirit. You shouldn't be astonished then when I tell you that you must be born again. The wind blows where it will. You hear the sound of it, but you don't know where it comes from or where it's going. So with everyone who is born of the Spirit. How is this possible? You haven't explained anything, so far as I can see. What? Is this famous teacher of Israel ignorant of such things? We only speak of what we know, and testify of what we've seen. And yet you, who claim to know all the Scripture, you reject our testimony. If you disbelieve me when I talk to you about things on earth... How are you to believe me when I talk about things of heaven? You talk of heaven. Have you seen heaven? No one ever went up into heaven except the one who came down from heaven. The son of man whose home is in heaven. This son of man must be lifted up as the serpent was lifted up by Moses in the wilderness, so that everyone who has faith in him may through him possess eternal life. Lifted up to judge Israel? The serpent came as one of the plague of serpents. God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son so that everyone who had faith in him will not die but have eternal life. It was not to judge the world that God sent his son into the world but that through him the world might be saved. Plainly you speak of the Messiah. But what do you mean by having faith in this Messiah? Won't he be a man for us to look at with our own eyes? Why should we need faith? I'm not arguing, you understand. I merely wish to learn. It's plain how meek and teachable you are, Nicodemus. Here is the test of faith. The light has come into the world, but men prefer darkness to light because their deeds are evil. Bad men all hate the light and avoid it, for fear their practices will be shown for what they are. 
The honest man comes to the light so that it may clearly be seen that God is in all he does. Again, you confuse me. I asked about faith, and you speak of light. The man who puts his faith in the Son of God has no fear of the judgment of men. But the unbeliever judges himself because he hasn't given his allegiance to God's only Son. You're a clever one. You dance around my questions very well, Jesus of Nazareth. It is not my answers that dance. My answers are the plain truth. It's your questions that avoid the truth. Cast your nets where you will, Nicodemus. You'll catch no truth with traps. Are you calling Rabbi Nicodemus a... Patience, patience. I have what I came for. Peace be unto you, Rabbi Jesus. And unto you, Nicodemus. May you find peace. Come along, it's time to go now. Tomorrow, you can see him tomorrow. Didn't you hear me move back? Simon, don't you know your own brother? Oh, Andrew, yes, come in. Where have you been all afternoon? Andrew, we missed you. One of the wisest of the Jews came to enlighten us. What have you been doing all this time, Andrew? I saw two women who were curious about the master, and I taught them. Taught them? Jesus is the rabbi, Andrew. It's not proper for you Hush, to... Hush, John. Don't rebuke Andrew for refusing to keep the truth a secret. My voice can only be heard so far. And then there's silence, unless other voices take up my teachings and carry them on. We've been trying to memorize what you teach, Master. We repeat the stories to each other, in case someday one of us understands what they mean. <laughs> children. Your children, and I love you. Don't you understand me yet? Have patience. What seems dark today will be clear light tomorrow when you've heard more. Now, I think Martha and Mary have prepared a meal for us. A wretched meal. Just the sort of miserable meal that happens when we have no notice. Uh, bear no mind. The food is excellent and there's enough and to spare. She has a good heart. I know her heart better than you do, Lazarus. She's even better than you think. Come, let's break bread together. Uh, Master, they asked what they should do. I told him that they should go to John to be baptized. There's no need of that, Andrew. But I, I thought you said that everyone was to be baptized. There's no need to send them to John. You will baptize them. But, but I'm not a priest or a Levite. John was visited by an angel, and no angels visited me. I've visited you, Andrew. Where do the priests get their authority except from God? My authority also comes from God. You'll baptize in my name, Andrew. Master, will you break bread for us? I will. Blessed art thou, O Lord our God, King of the universe. Well, Nicodemus, what do you make of this man who drives out the merchants from the temple? He refuses to be trapped into making a claim that he's the Messiah. He talks of the Messiah constantly, and yet he never quite says that he is the Messiah. Does he say that he isn't? No, he doesn't. He's clever. He won't be drawn into argument. The more I insist on clarity, the more obscure he gets. But one thing's certain, he's not a revolutionary. Whenever anyone suggests to him that he ought to raise an army, 
He puts down the idea immediately. So he's not going to do something to provoke the Romans into attacking us? We're safe, on that point, anyway. And what point are we unsafe on, Nicodemus? Just because he isn't a revolutionary doesn't mean that he won't be dangerous. He's seducing the people away from us. Why should they follow a learned rabbi when this man says, I say this and I say that? Who will listen to us if they once start believing this man really is a prophet? John the Baptist among you? I'm John, called the Baptist. These are my friends. I'm Herod Antipas, Tetrarch of Perea and Galilee, and these are my soldiers. It's a pity they aren't your friends. I hear you've been preaching sedition, John. I thought you told me your mission was spiritual. I preach repentance from sin. They say you've named a messiah. Only the God of heaven can name the Messiah. They say you've been preaching against me. It's a lie. I'm relieved to hear it. I've been preaching in order to save your soul. You live in terrible sin, Herod Antipas. It isn't lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Are you blind, John? I come with soldiers this time. And all I have with me is the word of God. All you can do to me is silence my mouth. You can't stop my words from living. And if you harm me, Herod Antipas, you only prove the confession of your sins. Shall we take him now? No, 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 of course not. Do you think his words bother me? My words cut you to the soul. And if they do, John, perhaps I rather enjoy the cutting. Have you counseled your rabble to take up arms against me? I counsel them to take the waters of baptism. I counsel you to do the same. But to do that, John... I'd have to confess my sins and forsake them. And sin no more, or it would be damnation to your soul. And since I've grown fond of most of my sins and can't leave off the others, I'm much better off now having not been baptized than I would be if you had baptized me. Then I sinned again. You reason like a Greek. It's time you learn the law like a Jew. There's another law that takes up more of my time. The law of Rome. I warn you, John, someday you'll go too far. Put away the woman you call your wife, Herod, and make an honest woman of her. <laughs> an honest woman <laughs> of Herodias? <laughs> oh, she's already honest. <laughs> Herod, you fool. My dear, loving wife, who is a blessing and adornment to my life. I heard about your disgusting behavior with that Baptist. What? It took your spies four hours to tell you about him? He said I wasn't an honest woman, and you let him. <laughs> I told him you were too honest a woman. He calls you a sinner before the Jews, and you let him. It's true. I am a sinner. I like John. He has courage. What a fool you are! What a your father was never such a fool as you. I know. He murdered his wife. You don't love me! You let a wild man vilify me and you do nothing to... 
punish him. What do you want me to do? I want him dead. I want you to kill him. For what? For saying our marriage is against Jewish law? It is. Do we kill men in my tetrarchy for telling the truth? It's treason. I know. I wish I were dead. My husband wants me dead. My husband wants me to go insane. I hate you. Herodias. Don't come near me. Herodias, I... He's trying to kill me. He hates me. John is his agent, his spy, sent out to make the people hate me. Herodias, stop this, please. Oh, God in heaven, free me of this hideous marriage. Free me of this husband who hates me. I don't hate you, Herodias. Stop it, please. I want him dead. 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 I'll put him in jail. How's that, Herodias? I'll lock him up. Isn't that enough? Then he won't say anything against us. Coward. You haven't the courage to kill him. You're afraid he really is a man of God. Oh, I know he's a man of God. The only question that remains is whether I believe in God at all. You promised me. You must arrest him and put him in prison. I said I would, and I will. Oh, Herod, you do love me. Oh, I'm sure I do. You won't make me stay alone all night. You'll be good company tonight. <laughs> oh, Herodias. Oh, no. Oh, Herodias. <laughs> I've secretly broken the Sabbath ever since I was a child because I hated the law. Oh, Rabbi, can God ever forgive me? Do you repent of it? Will you keep the law from now on, all of your life? For three months now I've kept it. But still the weight of my sins presses down on me. Then in the morning I'll take you into the waters of baptism. Don't be afraid. You are not so filthy that you can't be cleansed. Rabbi, I've just come from Jerusalem. Welcome back. The man who was with you at Bethabara, the one you bore witness was the Messiah. Yes, I remember him. Rabbi, he's baptizing too. And no one will come to us. They all went to him, all of them. Hundreds, and they crowd around houses to hear him preach. And even his disciples are teaching many. And none would come to us. We did our best, Rabbi. But this man... He's stealing away the hearts of the people. I wouldn't be surprised to hear just that complaint among the Pharisees. We're not Pharisees, Rabbi. A man can only have what God gives him. You yourselves can testify that I said I am not the Messiah. I've been sent as his forerunner. But your work isn't over yet. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. I am the bridegroom's friend who stands by him and listens to him. And I'm overjoyed at hearing his voice. This joy... This perfect joy is now mine. As he grows greater, I must grow less. But Rabbi, surely the Lord has not forgotten you. He who comes from above is above all others. I come from the earth, and I use the speech of the earth. He who comes from heaven bears witness to what he has seen and heard. And yet even my own disciples don't accept his witness. Do you mean that you want us to leave you? And go to him? To accept his witness is to testify that God speaks the truth. God sent him. He speaks the words of God. But, Master, it was you who reconciled me to God. What did I give you except what he gave me? The Father loves the Son and has given him all authority. He who puts his faith in the Son has hold of eternal life. 
but he who disobeys the Son shall not see that life. God's wrath rests upon him. Rabbi, the soldiers are coming. You see, when the bridegroom comes, his friend must step out of his place. Rabbi, run. Hurry. John, hurry, they're coming. All of you, get away from me. There must be only one fish in Herod's net. Master. John. John, son of Zacharias, in the name of Herod Antipas, I am charged to take you with me. I'm here, friend. Do what you must. Seize him and bind him. Stand back, rabble. If you raise a hand to stop us, we'll kill him in a minute. Don't be afraid, my friends. They'll do you no harm. I'm not afraid. Come on, take him. Let's go. John. Well, John, God be with you. <laughs> Herod has finally arrested the Baptist at Enon. Wouldn't you know it? He lets the Baptist preach for months in his own lands and doesn't bother to arrest him until he has to do it illegally in a place that isn't even in his tetrarchy. I never thought he'd have the courage to do it at all. Well, what is the mob doing? Nothing. They're taking it quietly, for now at least. Well then... Perhaps, while arrest and imprisonment are in fashion, we ought to get our procurator to do the same favor for us. This Jesus is baptizing even more than John ever did, right here in Judea. The people are flocking to him like swine to the trough. Why should Herod be rid of his nuisance, and we still have to put up with ours? You move slowly, but do move, my friend. These false prophets are enemies of law, and God will count it as righteousness if we silence this Jesus before he does more harm. Who is it? What do you want? It's not even light yet. Is Jesus of Nazareth staying in your house? Oh, who wants to know? I come from John the Baptist. I was told Jesus was staying in your house. I'm here. Master, you must be more careful. Who are you, man? What does it matter who I am? John's been arrested. What? John the Baptist? Arrested? Herod's men came for him after nightfall in Enon, day before yesterday. They haven't harmed him, have they? I don't know. But his last words to us were of, of Jesus. He testified to us that we ought to follow you. He commanded us to come to you if we wanted any hope of eternal life. If they've started arresting people, Master, the danger to you is even greater. You're the man John named as the Messiah. I'm in no danger from Herod Antipas. He's a man who knows the difference between good and evil, but lacks the character to do much of either. It's his wife who puts John in danger, and she cares nothing for me. But do you mean to stay here and wait? Wouldn't it be safer to move from here? Safer, James? Where in all the world is there a place where Satan cannot go? And where in all the world is there a place where God can't reach down and protect you? Let them try to take you. John's disciples had any courage at all, they'd have stopped Herod's soldiers. What are soldiers? They're only men. I'll have no talk of bloodshed, Simon Peter. We would have protected him. But he forbade it. I saw you watching me when I taught at Lazarus's house, didn't I? You looked angry, friend. I was. 
angry that so many people came to you and so few were coming to John. But now you've come to me. He said that when the bridegroom comes, the bridegroom's friend must make way for him. What's your name, friend? Judas. Judas Iscariot. Follow me, Judas. There's still a work for you to do. I will, then. He's a disciple of the Baptist, Master, not of you. What do you say to that, Judas Iscariot? I... I want to see the kingdom of God established. Whoever loves the kingdom of God loves me. Now, let's break our fast and leave here. You are leaving, then? Where? To Galilee. But we'll go through Samaria. I think the Pharisees won't try to ask the authorities there for help in stopping me. Judas, will you have the strength to come with us? I rested last night in a field for a few hours. I can come. Can I give you food to break your fast? Thank you. That'll let us keep our supplies for the journey ahead. John. Herod. The people didn't ride after all. I could have arrested you months ago. May it do you good. I wish it hadn't become necessary. You know what you're doing, Herod. You know what it will cost you. But you'll take each step in turn, won't you? Don't provoke me. I've never provoked you. Let my friends come to see me, Herod. Haven't they been? You know they haven't. An oversight. John. John, what's to become of me, John? John, I never meant you any harm. Close the door. this place? The village of Sychar. This near Mount Gerizim. We should be nearly at Jacob's Well. Jacob's Well? Over there. In plain sight. You can see it. Do you think these Samaritans understand what Jacob's Well really is? Why shouldn't they know? They consider themselves children of Israel. What they consider themselves and what they are are two very different things. And what are they? Heretics following a perversion of the law. The Jews preach far and wide to bring Gentile converts to follow Torah. Yet here between Judea and Galilee, there is a land where the people already believe in the words of Moses. And we treat them with scorn. It can't be right the way they act. Why, why they don't even come to the temple for Passover. So, this is Jacob's well. Come on, Andrew, James, and John. Let's go ahead into town and buy food. You, you don't plan to look for lodgings, do you? In a Samaritan village? All of you go. I want to be alone here at the well for a while. Well, come along. We'll be back in an hour, Master. Yes. Jews. Oh, Jews. And here to drink from a Samaritan well. They must have lost their way. No Jew would come through Samaria. I came to get water. 
Or aren't Samaritans allowed to draw water from their own well when Jews are near? Draw from the well, woman, and give me some water to drink. How is it that you, a Jew, ask me, a woman of Samaria, ask me for a drink? I thought you Jews were far too clean to have dealings with Samaritans. If only you knew what God gives and who it is that's asking you for a drink, you would have asked me and I would have given you living water. Sir, you have no jar and this well is deep. How can you give me living water? Are you a greater man than Jacob, our ancestor, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, he and his sons, and his cattle too? Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water that I give will never thirst again. The water I give will be an inner spring, always welling up, and to drink it is eternal life. Sir, give me that water, and then I'll never have to come back to this well to draw water. Go home. Call your husband and come back. I have no husband. You're right when you say you have no husband. You've had five husbands in your life. But the man you're living with now isn't your husband. You certainly told me the truth. Sir, are you a... I, I can see that you are a prophet. Here, drink if you like. Thank you. Sir... You're not like the other Jews I've seen. You speak to me as if you were one of my people, and not a stranger. Tell me, our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews say that the temple in Jerusalem is the only place where God should be worshipped. Believe me, woman, the time will come when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship without knowing what you worship, while we worship what we know. It's from the Jews that your salvation comes. But the time approaches. Indeed, the time is already here when those who worship truly will worship the Father in spirit and truth. These are the worshipers that the Father wants. God has a spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. I know that the Messiah is coming. And when he comes, he'll tell us everything. And haven't I told you everything, woman? I am he. Look, there's a woman with him, talking to him. Oh, we should have known the Samaritans would never leave him alone. Come on. Wait! Wait! Simon! James! Philip, wait! Do you think the Master has anything to fear from a Samaritan woman? Perhaps he sent us on ahead so that he could speak to her without us hearing. Why would he want to do that, John? Didn't we make it plain how much we despise Samaritans? Would this woman have talked to him if, if we had been standing by, hating her? John's right. It's not our place to say no to her. If the Master has said yes, we'll come quietly. Forsake your sins, 
then you'll have the right to ask for his acceptance. Oh, your followers are back. Don't be afraid. What do you want now? I want... Oh, I want to tell all my friends what's happened here. Who you are. Have them come to me, and I'll teach them, too. You'll stay here at the well? Where else would I go? Come back to me. I will. I will. Didn't she come to draw water? She left her jar. We brought bread. One thing they can do in Samaria is bake bread. Here, Master. Won't you take something to eat? I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Did somebody come back and give him food ahead of us? For me, Simon, it's meat and drink for me to do the will of him who sent me until I've finished his work. <laughs> if you don't plan to eat until the work's done, it had better be finished fast. My work ends more quickly than you know, Judas. Don't you look at these wheat fields and say, the harvest comes in four more months? But look, look around at the fields of God. They're white, ripe for the harvest. The reaper is drawing his pay and gathering a crop for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may rejoice together. You, you speak of the Samaritans, but how can we reap here when we never sowed? That's how the saying comes true, John. One sows, but another reaps. I sent you to reap a crop for which you haven't toiled. Others sowed, and you have come in for the harvest of their labor. Who sowed here in this ignorant land that doesn't keep the law or worship in the temple? Didn't Elijah walk these hills? Wasn't Joshua an Ephraimite and their ancestor? Didn't David rule here, as well as in Judea and Galilee? Didn't the prophet speak to all the sons of Israel? Mala, Hogla, Milka Terza. What is it? The Jew who came to the well. I talked to him. You talked to him? I hope you spat on him. On him? Never. He's not an ordinary Jew. He's a, he's a good man. He's a prophet. A prophet? There are no prophets. He told me everything I'd ever done. He knew me. Knew me and he'd never seen me before in his life. I believe he's the Messiah. The Messiah? The Messiah? And come here to Samaria? A Jew? Come out to him. Hear him teach. The man is wiser than any man I've ever known. Wise as Elijah. Wiser than Solomon. Come and hear him. Master, we've heard you teach all these hours, and now it's night. Will you come into the village with us and stay with us tonight and tomorrow and keep on teaching us? Stay in a Samaritan village? I'll gladly stay with you. Thank you for your kindness. If the Jews would hear me as you have heard me, my work would be much quicker done. Will you stay in my house, Master? Oh, mine, Master! Take my disciples into your homes, and it will be as if you took me. They've heard my words. They can teach you and baptize you and free you from sin in my name. Come with us into the village. Come, everyone. He'll be in my house tonight. Master, are you sure? Andrew, can't you recognize faith when you see it? Show me a congregation like this among the Jews. I've never seen such eager people. And tell me, Andrew, which nation is superior to which? 
Oh, no, Teresa. Is he all I said he'd be? Oh, you said? No, I don't believe in him because of what you said. I believe in him because I've heard him myself. Oh, I know. Yes, I know it. He's the savior of the world. I know it too. And he spoke to me and knew my heart. And he loves me anyway.